when it comes to you as a small business owner, I want to utilize the traffic as much as possible. And you do not get traffic from print features. You get credibility and it's really fun to go to Barnes and Noble and pick up that magazine with your name in it. You do not get a dang sale from that magazine because a user doesn't go to their phone then and research something they just saw in a magazine. They just, oh, that's a cute candle. Flip. But if you come across a product roundup, if you come across a gift guide from your favorite blogger who you trust their style, I'm clicking all over that and I'm going to those people's sites. So for me and my clients, I always say chase online, do not chase print. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hi friends, today we have a little bit different episode for the podcast. I am chatting with Allison Carter from Allison Carter Celebrates all about getting your small business in gift guides for the holiday season. Now this episode or this interview originally was part of our handmade holiday prep summit, but it was so good and so helpful that I asked Allison if we could air it on the podcast as well. And she said, absolutely, because we want this information out there. We want you guys and all the gift guides. We want you, we want to see your businesses everywhere. I think you're just going to love Allison's tips. I have been learning how to put myself out there from Allison in her basic pitch club that we talk about in the interview. She is just phenomenal at helping you learn how to get your business out there in what she calls a really scrappy style, which I love. I am totally like that scrappy, like I'm going to do the hard work type business owner. And I think you guys are going to just love Allison's tips. So let me tell you a little bit about Allison before we jump in. Allison Carter is a business coach for small business owners, just like you and me, helping us get our business out there in the world. She has been featured in places like Forbes, Real Simple, Martha Stewart, BuzzFeed, Better Homes and Gardens, CNN, Oprah Magazine. She has been everywhere. She also co-hosts an event for product-based businesses called the Ultimate Product Party. It is happening in May 2023 in Nashville. I'm really excited. I'm going to be a speaker at the event. I was going no matter what, but I'm really excited to be a speaker at this event. Now, before we dive into the episode, I want to tell you how to get in touch with Allison. Because this was an interview for the summit, it doesn't have like our normal sign-off. So here's a couple things you need. Allison's website is allisoncartercelebrates.com. And of course, we have that in the show notes for you. She also has a basic pitch checklist to help you create your pitch with all the right pieces. It's like a formula you can follow and make sure you have everything you need when you send out those pitches, which you can find right on her homepage. So if you go to allisoncartercelebrates.com, you will find her basic pitch checklist. And on Instagram, you definitely want to follow her at Allison Carter Celebrates. And of course, I will have the link to everything in the show notes so that you can just click and fall in love. (laughs) But here is the interview with Allison. 
Hi, Allison. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am doing so great. I am so excited to chat with you today about PR and getting businesses and gift guides. It's coming up on that time. Let's get these dang products and gift guides. Before we jump in, let's tell everyone who you are and what you do. My name is Allison Carter, and I am the CEO of Allison Carter Celebrates. And I help small businesses boost their visibility and their credibility and their sales in turn by really honing in on audiences and serving and setting you yourself up as a credible expert in your field. Um, and so it's super fun. So I get to get like all scrappy with PR and content and noodle around with the people that I work with on their story ideas and pulling out the best, you know, stories and best ways to, to showcase your product in a way that serves the audience that you are trying to get in front of. And so if we don't have somebody watching us, we don't have a business. <laughs> so we want to take that audience and serve it and continue to grow it. So we really can like, you know, get some rewards for all of the work that we're putting into building this dang thing. Yeah, absolutely. And do you want to tell them, I guess, before we jump in about your community? Sure. I am full force now into the education side of my business, which is just a very weird pivot. So I was a product-based business and I had a subscription box company for years. I had digital products. I have a storage unit full of physical products for my e-commerce store that I drive no traffic to anymore. But I, <laughs> I was a big kind of heavy hitter in the celebration and holiday space. And I have a lot of media mentions for that side of my business. And I was really scrappy in how I got those and how I made a name for myself in that space. And so I sold I didn't sell that business, but I can't handle somebody taking over like my little baby. So <laughs> it was a talk about selling it, but it, at the end, I came to the decision not to, but I transitioned over into really leaning way more into the coaching and the events in teaching. And so I created the basic pitch club, which is for small business owners that really just want to lean into that visibility and boosting that credibility and getting some of those fun logos on their site. And really just setting themselves up as experts in the field. And I will also say that I do host a annual event that is a vibe. It is a party, a party in a two-day package um, called the Ultimate Product Party. And that is a freaking blast. And that's going to become in Nashville 2023. We just announced the location. So I also do that like on top of everything else. So I've got two kind of fun communities. Like at the same time, I've got my ACC crew and then I've got my UPP crew and we're all about the three letters, apparently, in my land. But it's all fun. So thank you for asking. I love that. Speaking of letters, it is really terrible when your letters are P and P because you cannot write PP in places. <laughs> it does not work out. I know. Thank God we have the UP. Yeah, we have the UPP. But it's so funny because... People were being like, oh, I can't wait to learn more about up. And I can't learn to wait like more about up and everything. And we're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, your event. And we were like, oh no, it's UPP. Like, it's not up. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> when have we ever said that? So it's just funny that you said that. Like, Cause yeah, the UPP. And then when we first walked down to get on stage, we had like naughty by nature, like blasting. So it was like, you down with OPP? We're like walking down. I'm like, that gives you uh, insight on the big UPP energy that we bring to the table. 
I love it. I love your energy. This is why we connected someone in my community. I think Carrie Fitzgerald, who is also a part of the summit mentioned you and I started following you and I'm like, I love this. I love this lady. And I joined your community and I'm so excited to talk to you for the summit today. So here we are. It's the beginning of September. The holidays are coming up fast. Is it too late for handmade business owners to get press for the holiday season? No, no. So if you're wanting to get print, yes, but I am not your average PR person. So I will preface that by saying like, I'm not an agency person. I will never have an agency. I will never do your PR for you because you outsourcing your PR is doing a huge disservice to your business because you as small business owners are the face of your business. And many, many brands and outlets are going way more authentic and wanting to highlight the maker not the fact that you just paid tens of thousands of dollars to someone to do this on your behalf and just can cold pitch everybody that they can think of. So when it comes to you as a small business owner, I want to utilize the traffic as much as possible. And you do not get traffic from print features. You get Mm. credibility and it's really fun to go to Barnes and Noble and pick up that magazine with your name in it and that work featured or that product featured you do not get a dang sale from that magazine because a user doesn't go to their phone then and research something they just saw in a magazine. They just, oh, that's a cute candle. Flip onto the next page. When's the last time you held a magazine in your hand and then opened your phone and then went to that website and then bought something? Never. But if you come across a product roundup, if you come across a gift guide from your favorite blogger who you trust their style, I'm clicking all over that sucker. Like, and I'm going to those people's sites. So for me and my clients, I always say chase online, do not chase print because print just doesn't have the same effect, especially for product-based businesses. When you want to make the sale, you want traffic to your site so you can convert those eyeballs. The more traffic you get to your site, the more sales that you will get because your conversion rate probably stays the same. But the more traffic you get, that conversion rate just stays the same, but your eyeballs go up. So you get more sales for the amount of people that come. And holiday season Q4 for product-based businesses should be your biggest blowout quarter. And so we want to do everything possible to get people to our website so we can start converting those eyeballs and shipping out all those suckers all over the country or world, whatever you decide to do with your business that we can. So no, if you want to chase online, you have plenty of time. You at least have a month, if not two months to really jump in on this, depending on the outlet that you're going to choose. This is such good news to hear. I have been working with a client for the last year, just we've had a lot going on and she gets featured in her local magazines and she's like, they don't do anything for bringing in traffic and I don't know what to do. So I am obviously sending her this interview yeah. so that she can listen to everything you're saying, yeah. <laughs> get her in our pitch club. But I just like... So happy to hear that because I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's too late or, you know, I'm not going to get enough traffic. But I think that there's a big difference between the like media that we see like on TV or print or whatever. And like the traffic you can get from bloggers and influencers and people doing those roundups. I was just showing somebody yesterday. I'm like, go on Pinterest and anybody who has like one of these graphics that has 10 products on there, click on theirs and see if you would fit in there. Totally. That's exactly it. And that's how you want 
to continue growing. I call it, as you know, that low hanging fruit. Like that is a way more approachable roundup from someone you follow on Instagram or someone you have a connection with or someone that has a smaller blog than Martha Stewart's blog. Like, I mean, it's a big jump. And so you also have to keep in mind with some of those bigger companies, they are getting paid to have those features and a lot of those gift guides. And so unless they are specifically highlighting small businesses, mom-owned businesses, black-owned businesses, unless they are really highlighting some of those niches, a lot of times you're going to see that same damn Valespa candle in every gift guide for a woman known to man in any sort of like gift guide that you can come across because that is a well-known easy thing. So first thing you have to do is find a gift guide, find a person, find a blogger, find an Instagrammer that does this. And so Christmas, obviously holidays, that's what we're going for. So we want to search gift guides for, you know, small business gift guides for holiday, gift guides for kids for holiday. Who do you sell to? like mom owned business, get like gift guide, like use all the Google power that you can possibly have because Google is free. So Google till your heart content and just keep writing these down. What blog do you get to? What's like a recommended thing, whatever, what go to Instagram, go to a blogger. Like if you're a mom product, like mama notes, like mama notes is crazy big on Instagram. She does these gift guides for all holidays. And she always is like these cute little shops with the muted colors. And, you know, she'll like the perfect kids with the perfect outfits, the perfect <laughs> gifts all the time. But she like highlights these small businesses and a lot of stuff she highlights on Amazon because she gets paid to do that for Amazon. So one, you need to find the people that are actually highlighting businesses like yours. And then two, for the holidays, I do suggest product-based businesses having an affiliate program that they can offer the bloggers and the influencers because that is how they make money. And so you do want to try, you're competing with Amazon. You just are like, we know it. If we all know it, we've all felt it. We all get it. So it's really easy to be an affiliate of Amazon. So it's really freaking easy for any of these bloggers to go log on to Amazon, put their link in their blog post, and they get pennies <laughs> per thing. But with Amazon, you do get their whole cart. And so the affiliate like percentage for Amazon, if I have that cute little teething ring that I found on Amazon from that gift guide, and I also added my frame TV, then that blogger got that whole cart and they get the percentage of all of that. And so it's hard to beat Amazon. And so what can we do as product-based businesses to show up and set ourselves apart? And that is offering an affiliate program that has, you know, 10% at least kickback for them and really partnering with people that we find a connection with that want to highlight small businesses and that they find it important to also shop small and that is a value to them. And that takes some digging and some researching to find those people. Totally agree. Do you have a recommendation for software for an affiliate program? Just I'm curious. I used affiliately for boxes because it was the cheapest and I was cheap. 
<laughs> and so I think as an affiliate for different brands, I like working with Refersion better. I feel like the platform is way easier for an affiliate. When I signed up, linked it through my Shopify, it all did that. It was like $16 a month. And it also had like a four month free trial. So like, I was like, okay, there's the whole holiday season, like when you think about it. And so if this is something that you want to try and dabble into for the holidays, and I know you're having Kelly speak on affiliates also, she's great with affiliates and that she will know way more as a press point of view and the editors that I have talked to, they are starting to like request that almost more. And so for those, okay, I want a gun for, you know, better homes and gardens, small business roundup, having that affiliate on your side, I have found is that little leg up and does help convince for your product just a little bit more. Yes. I have heard the same thing from my clients. I set up all the time, go pro. It's a kind of newer app in the Shopify connection, but it's really easy to use and it's free for like the basic tier, which is one reason I love it because then you don't have to pay if you're just getting started. And I have a little um, walkthrough of how to set up GoF Pro and I will put that in the Action Taker Power Pass <laughs> bonuses. So Boom. if you're needing tech set up and Kelly didn't yeah. cover it, we will have that too, because I know it never hurts to have like different options because you might find something easier to use than others. Yeah. And So I will put that in there, but I love that you have this experience (laughs) with setting it up for yourself. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Well, and it's just, it's another hurdle and it's another, like, I don't want to like products is hard. Like margins are hard. A subscription Mm -hmm. box margin is minuscule. Like my margins were to the penny. And so it was really hard to be like, okay, here's, 15% of that sale when I'm also, you know, shipping and everything like that. And my margins did go way down. But then I had, you know, bloggers working for me selling more stuff, which in turn turned into customers converting for me and a subscription box business reoccurring subscribers. And so it was the kind of blow at the beginning. But it all worked out in the end. And so it just, you just have to decide what that margin is for you. And some people that have a lower cost product, it is kind of hard. Like, okay, I have this card, like my event partner, Kat with Kitty Meow, she makes cards. And so she's like, I have a $6 card. Like this is a, my margin on that is big, but they're getting like, what's the incentive for like 20 cents a card? Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't like translate. And so that is just something to keep in mind, but don't deter you from being like, oh, never, no one's ever going to do that. And so I think really finding that person to match with that matches really well and that you can start to build a connection with and not have it be this random cold pitch. Like I really, really, really want to encourage you to engage with these people and okay, I have this blogger and I really like her on Instagram and I like her vibe. And I think that it would be really fun if we could do something like respond to her story, (laughs) DM her like, oh, you see that she wrote did uh, some kind of post that you connected with comment, like, don't have your name be the surprise attack, because these businesses are also very aware of other people wanting to get into their gift guides. And so they get that they have power and then they get that gift guides have a lot of SEO Google power. And so you, they know that they know that they have what you want. 
So you don't want to come in as that skeezy person and just be like, I would love to be in your gift guide. What do I need to do? And they're like, oh yeah, okay, get in line. Like, (laughs) what do you have to offer my people? Why is your product going to fit in what I'm going to do? And don't be afraid to like come up with categories also like, Hey, have you ever thought of doing a gift guide for best hostess gifts? Like I always like everybody, nobody wants to have like that bottle of wine with the tea towel, like tied around it. Like it's so done. I would love to have something more meaningful, or I would love to, you know, give a product that has a story behind it. Have you ever thought about giving some under $20 hostess ideas for the holiday season. I think your audience would probably really benefit from that because if they're anything like me, that's the last thing that they're thinking. And then they have to run to Trader Joe's on the way to the hostess house, grab a thing of wine. And you know, it is what it is, or you have to bring the flowers and nobody has the vase and bringing flowers to a host is literally the worst thing that you can do in the world because it makes them have to stop and deal with the flowers when they've got a turkey in the oven. So, you know, just using that humanizing aspect in your pitch and in your conversations with them really does go a very long way. And you know your product more than anyone and you know how you can fit it in these little things. Teacher gifts, best friend gifts or neighbor gifts or best gifts for grandparents. Like what are those tricky people that we always are struggling with giving a gift to that's not just the standard gifts for her, you know, does it make sense? Absolutely. Yes. I was just doing this research for one of our clients. They make bottle openers. And so they're trying to show up for like gifts for him, which is actually a really good place because they're all the same thing. So they're looking for different ways. And there was like, so funny gifts for him and uh, creative gifts for him. So like, there's a lot of room for good SEO in creating different categories. And as like someone who's website centric, I'm thinking you could also, if you can't find one or you've gotten in some, you could create your own and have people coming to you. And I think that's a great way to kind of like cross promote. Also, I find it much easier to to ask someone to promote my stuff when I can give them back an option. So if like you see another small business owner who makes gift guides, you could say, hey, could we swap products for our gift guides? And that can also bring traffic to your website just by content you're creating. Yes. So, okay. I love this. I think this is so helpful. You've shared so much. My question, my next question is like, how, how much should they be following up? Like they're commenting, they're making a relationship in Instagram. They pitched them this idea for being in their gift guide. How often should they follow up? What is your kind of recommendations or protocol there? I I always, unless you have a connection with this person already, like you talk to them often, or you actually know them like a DM pitch is okay. If you don't, and you've like talked to them one time, (laughs) and you like kind of DM'd a little bit, you want to carry this conversation off of social and into email and they want everything in one place also. And so you want to email initially, and that's always going to be best. And then you have the power to follow up in both email and DM, but DM is not your first go around. So in your follow-up, I usually play the game of three and I go to three if it is a like, give me this feature. I am meant to be here. (laughs) Like (laughs) if it is just a like, it would be awesome. But like, I also am pitching like multiple people. I'm not going to stop them. But if this is like, I want this. And I feel like I could really contribute to this story really, really well. Or this gift guide is literally perfect to like uh, Drew Barrymore's magazine. 
by the way. Um, she also has like an online component to it. It is literally all product. Like it is just a catalog at the end of the day. <laughs> and so it's like, those are one of those things. So if you're like, I want to get it, and that's, then you are going to like follow through a little bit more, but you want to send your initial email pitch strongest as you can. Second, wait a couple, wait a week and then say, oh my gosh, cannot even imagine how crazy your inbox is right now. Mine is going insane. Yours, as you get closer to the holidays, I'm sure just blowing up, just wanted to bump this to the top to see if you saw it. Casual, so casual. Then just copy and paste your original pitch under that email. Like that's it. Or you can even reply to that email. Shall they see it? But I like just copying and pasting it into that email just to have them not scroll and everything like that. Still don't see it. Like maybe you do that on Monday by Thursday. We got nothing. I'm going to go DM. I'm going to be brave. And I'm going to like be like, hey, uh, hope, you know, everything's going well. I saw you were doing something with the kids, teachers, whatever. And then like, hey, I just sent you an email about your upcoming gift guide and how I feel like I can help you out. Is that the best email that like you use? Or is there a better place to chat about that? If they see it and they don't say anything, that's my ticket of, okay, I'm going to back off. Like, because I don't want to be the weirdo that is continuing to like stalk them. Clearly, they know I've emailed them and they've seen my DM and they're still not responding to me. I'm going to take that as a no. Maybe I'll come around again like spring, Mother's Day. But for now, I'm going to say no. And so you, this is really, it's really hard to have a like hard and fast rule when it comes to the follow-up. I really do try to take it case by case and take it by relationship. And usually by the third attempt, though, if you're not hearing And I've confirmed this with many editors that I've worked with, like, we see your stuff. We're not responding. And I'm like, can't you just respond and say no? Like, it would make everyone's life so easy. I would way rather get a no than a ghost any day of the week. But everybody watching, you have to know that you will get 1 million percent more ghosts than you will ever get a no, a yes, or anything. And you just, the more you do this, the more yeses you get. But it's just like anything. The more traffic you get, the more sales you get. The more like you show up on social media, the more following you get. The more pitches you send out, the more you get picked up. It just is one of those things. And you have to understand like, okay, whatever. Not a good fit. I didn't lose anything. I'm all good. Like I didn't need them anyways. I'm going to go on to the next Absolutely. that is going to want to feature me. And I'm going to want to partner with them. And and then, yeah, like even in your pitch for some of these smaller people, you can even say, I would love to help promote the gift guide. Let me know how I can add, like share it with my email list or social media or anything that you would like for me to do to help, you know, like the success of that gift guide. I just love your style. I love the products that you choose. I would love to partner up and be one of the ones and and serve your audience this holiday season. And I would love to help promote it because, you know, I just value the businesses that you choose. Like you can also do that. And then that's them being like, oh, wow. Okay. They're promoting me also. I'm getting their audience also. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll stick that candle with the background removed with a little link under it in my blog post. Like it's really not that hard for them. And so you just have to kind of get that foot in the door. And a big part of that is showing up like a human and connecting with them on the level that you would want to be connected with if someone was reaching out to partner with you in any sort of way. 
Yes, I can absolutely confirm 100% as someone who gets pitched a lot and also sends pitches. Like for this summit, I sent pitches to people who I had never connected with. And I was like, okay, you know, I started following them on Instagram, commented, sent the emails, followed up, followed up via DM. I did all the things you're talking about. So I can can 100% confirm that all of this works and it's going to get you the best relationships. And if they ghost you, they're probably weren't going to be a good fit anyways, because they might not follow through or they might, you know, this happened to me too, setting up the summit. So I also am guilty of not replying to cold pitches in my email sometimes, particularly if they just emailed me and didn't fill out my like actual form, but I'm trying to get better at that. But yes, I can confirm everything. Yeah. You're saying. See, that would have been me because I'm the worst form taker in the world. Ask me to take a form and I'd rather stab my eyeballs out. Like I yeah. hate forms of the bane of my existence. And uh, so I'm the email person and I'm like, I'm just going to trust that my email is strong enough to bypass the form. And so that was always a gamble that I took, but I still get pitched for the podcast that I do not host anymore. (laughs) And it's like now, I mean, I should reply back because that would be the kind thing to do. And maybe it would be karma for people to reply back to me. But I'm like, I can't even waste my time. Like if you literally can't look to see that I don't have new shows, why do I have to waste my time walking back to you? But you know, Mm -hmm. that's also not that kind. Yeah. We (laughs) talked about this recently where someone pitched me and didn't bother to include my name. Like, Or if you can't be bothered to learn my name, why should I answer your email? But gross. Yeah. But I I will also say as someone who gets pitched a lot, when I have accepted cold interviews, those interviews turn out to be the worst ones. And so I have learned to be more protective. And so if we do not Mm -hmm. have some kind of rapport, I know that this interview isn't going to work well and it's not going to be fun for my listeners. So it's not just about me learning your name. It's about me realizing like if we're going to have good chemistry on, on air or not. And so it's more, and I think that could be a little different for product-based businesses because maybe you don't necessarily have to have good energy for your product to show up, but you do want to be aligned with their values. You want, you know, if they are completely opposite, you don't want to be featured on them. So I love everything you're sharing with us. Let's wrap up this interview by giving everyone some like to do's. What should they do right now to prepare to get themselves into gift guides? Yeah. So what you want to do is really make that list. Like you need to figure out who the heck you are even going to pitch in terms of who does gift guides. So have a couple big guys that you feel like, okay, BuzzFeed, great roundups, huge SEO. What are some other bigger publications that would give a really good credibility boost to you for having that logo on your site. What are some of those? Add a couple, three to five. Then think your biggest pool is going to be in that middle pool of like, okay, I can start to establish a relationship with these people because you need a little bit of a runway if you're going to do this connection thing like we've been talking about. And so you want to make that list of, okay, Google, gift guides for moms, like all the things and all of these things will pop up because if they've titled their things right, then Google will reward them by showing you what they did last year or years past. And then you can just start writing these bloggers down or you can go on Pinterest like and look to see the different gift guides and go to their site. Did they do this last year? Is this something they do every year? Okay, this is then something that I'm going to want to do. So then you have your list you're starting to engage with them. Like try not to be this total stranger out of nowhere. 
do this authentically though. Do not just go follow and like everything and then like DM them and like, just, just, you know, be normal, be cool. Don't be a creeper. Don't be a creeper. Like nobody likes that. Nobody wants that. But you also do want to be like, okay, this is a gift guide that I think would be perfect. So who are your like top five lower hanging fruit and be like, okay, I really want to spend some time engaging with these people and trying to make a connection. And I have a son who's the same age as she does. And like, whatever that is, like, just kind of find those things and start engaging with them. So then when it's pitch time, and it's getting close to, you know, October, mid October, then you're like, okay, I'm ready to pitch. She's going to start cut, like thinking of all the brands that she wants to include. I've got my affiliate set up. So I'm able to give her a link or a code. Let's go. Like I'm it's go time. And now I want to, you know, spend this two weeks really driving home a lot of many pitches as I can to try and get featured. Absolutely. I love this. This is so great. Uh, I'm really excited for everyone watching. So there is the workbook that goes with the summit. And we have created like a little list for you to write down your bloggers. You're going to start Googling. You're going to make some notes. Perfect. Have your to-dos on there. And then what did you include in our Action Taker Power Pass? I have a pitching checklist. So it is everything that you need, all the do's and don'ts in writing your actual pitch. So now we talked about like who we're going to pitch. We talked about like what, what your position, but now you're going to need to know like how to actually write that pitch. (laughs) So that has that inside of that checklist of like, okay, don't do this, but yes, do this. And then all the parts that your pitch needs to be included. So you are ready to send that email when you're ready to roll with your list. You've got your products you want featured. Also, one thing I will say for gift guides, because this is a common trap that a lot of product-based businesses fall into because you want to show the images. I don't like any attachments. Editors do not like attachments. People do not like getting attachments in emails from strangers. Like they don't want to open that. They think all the bells are going to go off. You're going to kill their computer. So do not like send any attachment images in an email. Put it in a Google Drive or a Dropbox link for them to click. If they, if you'd like to see images of my product, I compiled our three best sellers inside of this Google Drive. The, more information there, and then you can have like a little like line sheet, three to five max. Do not send these whole people your whole catalog. Like you want to lean in on your best seller or you know, whatever it is that you want for the holiday season, but don't be like, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. And they're like, no, you're made my life way too hard. Lean in on that, but don't fall in the trap of doing an attachment. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just as someone who's in your pitch club, I love your energy. I've had so much fun learning from you. I'm, I'm bummed because like the first couple of weeks I had like inner calls already scheduled. So now I'm like, I am busy on these days because I'm showing up and I'm getting pitched because even just for me, I have been like on a couple other podcasts and those bring in so much more traffic, which brings in energy for my business. So I know that like getting PR for your product-based business is just, it's the next thing. And it's free. I mean, you can pay to join my community, but like the actual strategy is a free strategy and it's not something that people utilize because they don't think that they're ready for it. But you for sure are ready for it. Like it, and it's just, it's time and it's a Mm -hmm. consistent routine, but it's free. Yeah. That actually reminds me of something that 
you mentioned this at the very beginning about talking about print publications, but I was going to like warn you, if you are new to pitching, you might not be aware that some of those advertisements or some of these gift guides, the people, the business owners actually pay to be in them. They're called, I can't think of the name now, but so sometimes it's not just about you. They don't like your product. It's about who paid to be in there. So I think that that's something for new people who are new to pitching to be Mm -hmm. aware of that. They might ask you for a fee. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a scam. You can decide to opt out, but that's something to be aware of. Yes. That is a bigger conversation of risk versus reward, like whether or not that expense is worth it to you. For some people it is like, and it's totally paid off getting in major subscription boxes, like a FabFitFun or something like that. There is a fee that is associated with that. And I have clients that that has been awesome. And I have some that that has been total waste joke. And it is one of those like, okay, am I going to take this risk? I always try and do everything free. I've never once paid for any sort of media spot or any mention or anything like that. But there are instances that can be beneficial. Would I be paying thousands of dollars on top of the product that I'm like doing? Probably not. But that's a whole conversation and feel free to ask another conversation. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Allison. I am so excited for this for everyone to watch this. You are a wealth of information. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to be here. A follow up with any questions that you have for anyone watching. I am here for you. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.